good afternoon and good evening. Everyone from Bangkok all the way to Pelzer, South Carolina. Morning, evening, whatever it is where you are. Send a shout out to the people in Paris. Had a little bad news with Notre Dame yesterday. Terrible, but uh, we're going to rise above it. Anyway, my name is Tom. I'm here with... Brian. And our guest... Rails. And we are doing Mad Park Podcast. Live, recorded live, that is, right here in the vault at the Playroom, serving Charlotte's creative and music community for the past 25 years. So hit them up online, playroomonline.com, for all your recording and rehearsal space needs. Eddie Z will take care of you. Very nice facility. Yes, it really is, is it not? It's impressive. And we get the, we're lucky enough to be able to be here all the time and see everybody coming in and out of here, but we've gotten to come in here and record a few times now, and man, it makes us... I mean, it don't make my voice any better, but it makes us sound better. Yeah, <laughs> but you get to run into a lot of musicians in here that are just different. You know, there's 30, what, 32 rehearsal spaces? 32 rehearsal spaces, yeah. And then you have the the big rehearsal halls. But um, a lot of cool stuff you can check out online. We recently did a podcast with Eddie Z. Have you ever met him, Rails? I have not. Okay. We need to hook y'all up. said his name is? Eddie Z. Eddie Z. No, I haven't met him. Uh, yeah, it's, um, it sounds like A to Z, but it's Eddie Z. Okay. I talk with a reverse lisp. No reverse. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Anyway, uh, Brian, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about Rails since you introduced me to him last year, and then uh, maybe we can get him to fill in the blanks. Okay. Yeah, so I, I met Rails a few years ago, did some shows for us, um, you know, multi-genre shows, hip-hop shows, everything in between. Um, share a little connection because he's a Long Island guy. My wife's from Long Island, so uh, we talk a little bit about that every now and then, but... Uh, where are you from on Long Island? From Brentwood, Long Island. I was born in Syosset Hospital, but I'm from born and raised, well, grew up in Brentwood. What's that close to? Brentwood is close to <clears throat> Hop Hog. Okay. It's close to Islip. Um, those are more of the notable towns with okay. Central Islip, Brentwood, Deer Park, okay. in that area. Yeah, yeah. Deer Park. Suffolk County. Um, so what brought you down here? Uh... I've always known North Carolina. To be honest, I've had family out here since I was a kid. I actually went to school out here one year, seventh grade. And um, what school? I went to J.M. Alexander. J.M. Alexander. That's up north part of town. It's yeah. It's closer towards four eighty five in the like old Statesville Road. Yeah, area. yeah. That'd be North Charlotte. Further down. They that have two way. Alexanders. One of them's A.G. Mm-hmm. Now middle school. One of them's J.M. Alexander. And one oh, of them's yeah. like the Myers Park area, one of them's northern. But, yeah, uh, that school was yeah. weird. <laughs> it was very weird. You sure you weren't the weird one? No, nah, I'm, I'm almost sure I wasn't the weird one. Like, Seriously, you don't think you're odd? You know what? Not that you put it that way, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty thank odd. You. But that, that school was it was definitely weird. <laughs> we only have odd people in here to do these exactly. podcasts. <laughs> there ain't been no normal ones in here. Shout out Eddie Z. Damn. I mean, it's the way you put it. Yeah, I'm weird, yeah. I guess. That's good. But okay, so you, you were down here a little bit, you knew it, and then you <clears> went yeah. back up there? Um, yeah, well, but we went back up there, and my whole thing was my mother wanted to uh, wanted me and my brothers to graduate from New York for whatever reason. The only difference is, like, we get a regent's diploma, which is just means you pass regent's exams or whatever. But for whatever the reason, my mother wanted us to graduate high school there, and then she moved down with the rest of the family that, like, did it a long time ago. So that's why I ended up out here. A lot of people from up north like it down here. They tell us how to run our stuff when they get down here, but then they realize we ain't listening. Don't put me in there. Um, <laughs> don't put me in that group. I love North Carolina. I well, they grew do up too. Out here. They, mm-hmm. they just like to tell us how much better it was where they just moved from. Mm-mm. I could have grew up out here. That's the only thing I don't like is like 
I would like to have some friends I went to high school with or something like that, yeah. but I don't. But I have a lot of friends, but I could have grew up out of Well, here. you have Facebook friends. I got real friends. <laughs> yeah, but your friends are all 50. Uh, most of them are older than that. Thank you very little. <laughs> um, so let's talk about, like, music stuff here. Um, did you Have you done shows back in New York since you've been performing? or I've done one show yeah. in Albany. Okay. And that was probably one of the worst shows to date. Really? Yeah. It was my first show ever. Um, and I was with uh, these guys that were a part of Pride Rock at the time. And what, what year do you, do you think it was? Uh, this had to have been 2010, 2011. So that was at SUNY Albany, the State University, and it was in front of the Black Student Union. It was like 300 people my first show, and uh, nobody knew me from a hole in the wall. I didn't know to bring uh, bottles of water on stage <clears throat> or towels to wipe the sweat off your face it was just a mess man like <laughs> throwing you to the wolves you didn't have a posse of eight people with big giant long white towels it was th- it was just because that's of a us. thing right i mean i would i wish i knew it was a thing because like i was so unprepared my face was sweating um my mouth got dry by like the third song my mouth was moving but nothing was coming out whatsoever Boy. it was terrible and then um the worst part about it <laughs> the worst part about it was at the end of it I um I had premeditated this like this was going to be the big thing that I say at the end of it. I had it all rehearsed and I was like, uh, "Albany, you've been great. This has been our first uh this is our first performance ever. You witness history." And this one girl in the back was like, <laughs> "Yeah, and it's going to be your last." Oh, <laughs> an asshole. I, back from the peanut gallery. I just act like I didn't hurt it, but I heard it. My heart heard it. It hurt my soul. My soul heard it. Every I heard that crap, but I act like I did it and. We just brushed that off, kept it moving, and <clears throat> had many more great shows. I've since been then. a heckler before. Yeah, oddly enough, I know it's hard for you to believe. And hecklers live a great life, man. <laughs> Shoot, we uh, we dwell in the shadows in anonymity, but I'm not a troll. I do that stuff in person, not yeah, online. I, I do the troll stuff often. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you, you are. But I a love troll. it. You guys are like the ultimate opportunist hecklers, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you well, I think I actually, I do remember a couple of weeks ago yeah. at the gig at Hattie's, I was heckling quite a bit. You sure was. Uh, yeah, sorry you made about me, that. You know you're good at heckling when you make somebody change their outfit like mid-performance. He made me take my sweater off What was everything. the comment about that? It was something about the shirt or I was, something I, like I said something like, where did where'd you get a tent with a collar on it or something stupid. Like that. I didn't even hear that one, but that oh, was sorry, a good one. Sorry I probably would have took the shirt off after that one, oh, but Lord. I took, I took my hoodie off because I was getting hot. And he's like, take off the hoodie. Maybe it's the hoodie. So no, you're, you're a certified heckler. You're a good sport. Sure. Good sport. Um, you mentioned Pride Rock. Mm-hmm. How's that, how'd that all come together? Oh, man. I was at a hotel taking a shower. And That's <laughs> gross already. I was at a hotel <laughs> taking a shower. And I just Did they run thought, out of water? No, they didn't run out of water. I'm asking. I don't know. No, they didn't run out of water. Okay. I was just in mid-shower. And... um. Pretty much, I said, you know, it'd be a dope name, Pride Rock, and then um, I thought of the acronym representing our current kingdom. All in the shower, I thought of the logo. Um, I immediately got out after I finished and then sketched it and then sent it to a graphic designer, and that was that. And your artwork's nice, man. I appreciate. I give it, it to you. I like I, it. I definitely appreciate. It. I do strive for that. We see like, a lot of stuff that's not so nice, and Brian helps them punch it up. That's what I'm saying. It's like people try and sell stuff and it's just like not quality whatsoever like anybody like putting names on a shirt and that's it they don't put no artwork to yeah. it i'm real big on like original art and stuff like that so it just was one of those things where 
somebody introduced me to a studio owner. The studio owner introduced me to the graphic designer. The graphic designer, I think, only it was a while ago. He only charged me like a hundred bucks to do that. And like, I wish I still kept the sketch that I had because it looked so terrible. But uh, he made it look amazing. And I bet you, I, I can do you one better. I'm not an artist, <laughs> or one worse. <laughs> hey, before Might I forget it, um, the the acronym, I guess, is that the proper term mm -hmm. representing yeah. our current kingdom. Mm -hmm. Is that a religious reference or what? No. Or just about this earth we're on now? It's pretty much just how <clears throat> I live by, and uh, it's actually gotten me through a lot of stuff representing our current kingdom. And what I mean by kingdom is pretty much whatever it is that you represent that you're the head of or whatever. That could be your family. That could be your job. That could be your career. That could be your art. That could be anything. And uh, whatever it is, that's your kingdom, and it's about just having pride in it. And as you walk out the door every day, it's representing your kingdom and what you stand for. I like it. Take pride, take ownership. Mm -hmm. Don't be a dick. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah, right. Um, I, you've talked to me about this before because we did a thing with New Sound. Rails, the principal, correct me if I'm wrong, it was like they had started from the trains? Yes, pretty yeah. much, yeah. yeah. Um, how I got my name? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, pretty much uh, I had a, a situation where I it was just very definitive that I have to make music, at least do a song or an album or something. I came to that realization. So me and my cousins had to figure out we had a name because I think I was going by like, uh, I don't even remember. It was something terrible. What was it? It was Turd Rock I want to say it was like that. <laughs> <laughs> was Rock involved or was Poop involved? It was nothing. I want to say I was the chef. Like, Because, uh, like, I would freestyle way back when and, like, Food would always find its way in the freestyle somehow, some way. So they called me the chef. So um, that wasn't going to work. So me and my cousins were driving to McDonald's, coincidentally. <laughs> so now you became McD. Right? So we were driving, and I was like, we got to come up with a name. And we literally drove over a railroad on um, on Lowell Avenue in Centralized New York. And I figured that's, like, my favorite mode of transportation and just made sense, and like I came up with all these corny it's rails because I got miles of bars, and it's two on the track, so it's twice as hard. Like corny stuff like that, but uh, it sounds good though. It does. <laughs> and then one day I uh, YouTube rails, and there was a guy with way more views than me, and he's still up there too. He's that son uh, of a bitch. He's fat, and he break dances while he raps, so <laughs> he's killing it right now. Is his now. shirt does it? Is it long enough, or does it creep up over the navel? Some this man, he <clears> looks <throat> like he records all his stuff at work because he like has on a janitor's outfit. Oh God, a, a fat album. Albert hat, like, and he just. What's rap. a fat Albert hat? Like mushmouth hat on? It's 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 like that hat with the puff at the top. Like it's, it's oh, like a Rudy hat. Pretty much like yeah. when that famous Michael Jackson picture when he had that hat on. Yeah, yeah, a that's kid. a Rudy hat. He has. That you know, Rudy on. had the guitar turned into a car and all kind of crazy shit. But then that was only for one episode. Uh huh. It's a little before your time. I didn't even know. But that was pre. Um, I'm gonna find this guy. That was pre date rape drug for Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh, God. I'm gonna find this video <laughs> on YouTube. No, I'm gonna put not Bill Cosby, but I'll put a clip. Of this big old dude breakdancing at the end of this. Yeah, and like <laughs> okay. he's all right, cool. He's freaking killing it. He's rapping about positivity. He's breakdancing, and it's, hey, I had to change my name to the principal and add that because of yeah. that. Is the principal a reference to your job in school administration, or is it a different? <laughs> no. is that, what does that mean? It's a different principal. It's not P A L. It's P L E. Oh well, excuse me, Mister <laughs> uh, Spelling Bee Scripts. But no, pretty much. Um, you know, I just figured no matter where this music takes me, however. <laughs> 
long I do it, I'm just going to uphold my principles. There you and go. Rap about what I believe and stuff like that. So, what better way to remind yourself of that than to put it at the end of your name? So, stand for your I'm principles. Mm-hmm. Do people call you? I mean, mostly I feel like people probably call you Rails. Like mm-hmm. Rails is going to be here. Rails is here. Rails Pretty much, yeah. Rolls off easier on the tongue. Yeah. Just say Rails. That's. I mean, I I didn't know you by your. Um, Christian name, shall we say, government name, whatever we call ourselves. <laughs> yeah. And then I ran across it. I told you on Facebook one day. I was like, oh, that dude looks kind of like Rails. And a couple of days later, I went back and said, hey, like, man, that is Rails. That ain't his name. Yeah. So crazy, I didn't know your real name. The crazy thing, my real name is Malcolm Crossland. It was almost Malcolm X Crossland because of my father. The letter X or E-X? Just X, letter X. Okay. It's named after Malcolm, Malcolm X. But um, my mother said no. That's what my father wanted. My mother said no because she didn't want that to... Uh, prevent me from getting jobs or whatever the case may be so i don't know that nowadays it would but maybe 15 20 years ago possibly but uh, um yeah. you never know a mm-hmm. lot of us are down with it mm-hmm. and understood what he was about um i don't uh, purport or pretend to act like i was <laughs> a a black nationalist yeah far <laughs> far from it i don't qualify for that on many fronts <clears throat> but um but yeah interesting stuff so was your dad um is um, your is your dad still alive? Yeah, he is. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. What did um what kind of stuff was he into as a youth? My dad actually because he might be my age, dude. My dad still to this day can rap really well. My dad was always into sales and things professionally, but like <clears throat> he was into rap. My dad was into rap. He was into health. He was always yeah. in, in good shape. You mind me asking how old he is? Um, my father. I want to say what is my father like? My father's got to be like fifty. Oh God. Fifty eight or something like that. Yeah, man. I'm almost your dad's age. He's got to. Yeah, he's got to be like fifty eight, man. Yeah. Oh Lord. Yeah. So it was your dad? I was gonna ask you like what kind of influenced you, like what you listened to and stuff. But I'm assuming your dad probably gave you. My dad a lot was. Of stuff. Yeah, my dad listened to like. Uh, I got a lot of my musical influence from my mother, though. But my dad, he listened to, you know, LL Cool J, Rakim, I remember. As a kid, I didn't know what was going on, but some of those sounds and beats are iconic. So I remember the LL, I remember Rakim. He listened to Earth, Wind & Fire. Um, I I think I might be your dad. (laughs) (laughs) All that stuff. Did your dad disappear a lot of times and then show back up with a new pair of Adidas on? I'm trying to tell you, It might be me. <laughs> and he wore the Adidas bucket hats, yep. yeah. But um, yeah, no. I recently heard my dad rap. Like I'm talking last July, he still sounds amazing. Huh. Is he still in sales? Um, I think he's he's driving trucks now in Manhattan, if I'm not mistaken. Probably got sick of all the sales. Is it can? I've done it, and man, it's you get tired of just like having to be so kiss ass pukey mm-hmm. and bullshitting people to get them to buy whatever it is you're selling or the services and stuff, and it. Man, being out in the truck, you get some autonomy, mm-hmm. uh, possibly even some impunity. Look them words up, Brian. But anyway, I, definitely um, I, will. I, I get, I get <laughs> it. Um, I don't have to. We have a principal sitting right here. He can tell me. Oh, yeah, don't, um, don't rely on me. Please Jeez. report to the principal's office. <laughs> could that be the name of an album that I could get no uh, credit for? My first mixtape was actually the principal EP, and it kind of played off of like a day of school. Yeah. Like the skits had, like the lunch lady and all types of stuff. Uh, uh, Back to the food again. Yeah, pretty much. Do you cook? Absolutely. What kind of stuff do you like? I mean, some stuff's easy to cook. Some Mm. stuff you can say, hey, I'm going to take a little bit longer. What do you like to cook? Um, It's very minuscule, but my actual favorite thing to cook is like making new sauces. Like just mixing Mm. stuff up and making sauces to put into sauteed vegetables or oh, even yeah. chicken or whatever. I My dad was like sauces. that. Your, your grandfather, he was like that. <laughs> yeah, he liked doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, I, I love making <clears throat> sauces and um, 
Yeah, that's probably my favorite top of the list. Hell yeah. <laughs> did you play? Did you, did you ever play any instruments? I wish. Uh, shout out to everybody who plays instruments. I have. I don't have that kind of patience. I do want to learn how to play bass guitar, acoustic guitar. I do want to learn how to play piano. Did you? You? I didn't know that you. Did you know Gabe mm-hmm. previously? So the oh, other yeah. the other week when, when I, Gabe got up there, I, I knew Gabe. I knew Gabe was. Um, uh, talented, but I didn't know that, and it just blew me away to watch him sing and play guitar uh, at Hattie's a few weeks ago. One of the first shows I ever booked in Charlotte as a New Sound event, it might have even been before New Sound, mm-hmm. Rails was on it and Gabe, were, Gabe was on it, and I don't even, I mean, I think Taylor Centers might have been on it, who's a pretty big country singer you now. You had some amazing. And I had... Taylor I, was on Yeah, yeah. There. And I had a couple other people, but like, to see Taylor, especially now, like, she's Doing pretty good. In yeah, Eddie and was when I told Gabe Eddie that I was blown away by Gabe. He was like, "Yeah, of course, Gabe, mm-hmm. great." Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's um? Even Nettie, Nettie was like, "Oh, you got to meet my boy Rails," and I was like, "I know Rails." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nettie, like, go back into your um office over there and blast them beats. We got to cover. Because then he brought Nuke over and he was like, "Hey, you want to meet Nuke?" And I was like, "I know, I know Nuke." Oh, <laughs> he don't know you that man. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, I met Gabriel. He's one of the first few people I met. I met Gabe the same time I met like Alamudo back in the Even Muse days. <laughs> um. I want to say, what was that, like six, see, six he, years I ago? saw him play with uh, Indigo mm-hmm. like a year ago or something. So. Now, who are we talking about there? Uh, Alamudo. Okay. He's another hip-hop guy. Mm-hmm. Alamudo, <clears throat> when when I first met him, he was doing, uh, his music was a lot more abstract, which I personally was a fan of, and uh, I still am a fan of his music. I like the abstract stuff he did way back when. I didn't seen that man run people out of the views before, mm. like cut the lights off, face going in the dark. <clears throat> Crazy music, but um. When you say abstract, my mind instantly goes to Q-Tip, Tribe Called Quest, um. Nah, not De La that. Soul. Well, I'm just saying oh, yeah. that they, the, the abstract is yeah. what they call. Them. But um, you have you been watching any of the um? Is it on Netflix? The uh, Hip Hop Evolution. I have not, but I've watched quite a few of them on YouTube and things of that nature. I watched part of one, but I tuned into the one because I've always been a huge Boogie Down Productions fan, and in particular KRS-One. I can't stand KRS-One. Man, listen. Don't get me started. I'm not strong enough to do it, especially not right now. Yeah. I'm running on low fuel, but I'll have someone bigger than me throw your ass out of the <laughs> Listen. Studio. Dude. <laughs> How are you going to disrespect the Blastmaster, the teacher? Hey. That dude's good, dude. I give him all the credit in the world. But you don't like it. How are you going to give credit to somebody you don't like? He, I, I could do that. I definitely could do that. Uh, I, could def- I didn't like Paul Pierce. I was a huge Kobe fan, but I give him credit for Paul what Pierce, he's done. Paul Pierce, these guys, he's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I give him credit for what he's accomplished. Um, managed to stay with one team the whole time, except for when he went to Brooklyn. But, yeah, I don't have to like somebody to give him credit, but... It was that one story. Um, I forget who told it. It was uh, Black Sheep, I believe, on YouTube. You could look it up. It was a time when KRS One threw uh, PM Don off a of stage, and as funny as that, what funny as that is, PM Don he kind of put on for the big guys in music. He kind of went his into his own lane as far as music goes, and he paved the way for big guys. He was more sensitive or whatever, but yeah. I guess he was having a sensitive performance and KRS Run just runs up, throws him off the stage and South Bronx starts playing and the whole place goes crazy. What does that tell you? I mean, hey. That maybe he was out of his depth, shall we say? I get you. I'll give you another one. I'm a huge Nodge fan. I'm I've Nodge. been a huge Nodge fan. And uh, a descendant of Nodge is MC Sham. And... MC you Sham is how KRS won. An ancestor. Yeah, an ancestor of Nas. Um, and 
KRS-One owes his career to MC Sham. Not so indirectly, yeah. Juice Crew and all those guys wouldn't give uh, KRS-One, mm-hmm. Scott LaRock, the time of day, and that turned into a battle of words, the bridge is over, all that stuff. See, that's the time I'm from. Mm-hmm. At great times. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Great times. No, and, no, 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 no. And KRS-One, the, the words out of his mouth was, if it wasn't for MC Sham, right. KRS-One would have never happened. I will give you this. KRS-One is extremely intelligent and I enjoy his interviews yeah. and his seminars a lot more than his music. Okay. The the the, the Nas fan, I Queen get that. fan won't let me. Yeah. Nas so, fan. More credit to him. You don't like Nas? Nas, son. I'm going to tell you it? this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it today. I'm going to tell you what. Nowadays, it's very easy to not be a Nas fan. I'll give you that. He has disappointed with his last few releases. Um, a lot of hip hop guys today, though, it's easy to not be a fan, mm-hmm. or they disappoint every now and then. It just makes you appreciate the good ones <clears throat> uh, yeah. that much more, and the, and the people that you know knew when to back out, the Rock Hims yeah. and things of like that, and it just yeah, basking their great like uh, Bustin' Rhymes is slowly approaching that. He has enough classics to fall back, but even Common, I mean, that was one of the last mm-hmm. newer age ones that I was into, mm-hmm. and um, you know, even he. Yeah, kind yeah. of, kind of said, oh, I'll just go do some acting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, shoot. I mean, that's what LL Cool J does now, mm-hmm. and like Ice T and all those guys. LL's got like seventeen albums or something like that nowadays, don't he? I saw him in concert in nineteen eighty six. I know that was crazy. It was uh, Beastie Boys, LL Cool J, Houdini mm-hmm. was my favorites from that show. LL Cool J. It was me and my boy Bill Moose, and I think my friend Alvin Melton went. Yeah, he went with us. But also, the opening act for the entire show was a group called. Timex Social Club. They got sued by the Timex watchmaker, so it was just oh, Social wow. Club, but they did the song Rumors. Yeah. Remember that one? I do not. Oh, Christ. I'm not going to sing it. my hip-hop card in this thing podcast. I just I stepped on it, ripped it in half pretty much. <laughs> but anyway, it's a very famous song, Rumors, and um, you can uh, y'all Google that, all you people out there. But um, anyway, that was a great show. But mm-hmm. um, LL was great, really loud, but the next year they had almost the identical bill come through town mm-hmm. without Run DMC. Because at that point, they had gotten so big, they wasn't playing no 20,000-seat Coliseum. So, mm-hmm. you know, that was the raising hell years. Walk this way in my Adidas and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, you ain't getting them enough. Yeah. Yeah. Brian, what kind of concerts do you like? All kinds of concerts. My Sunday Jacket, is that one? No, but Sunday close. Morning. There's What's a band. Called? There's a band called Taking Back Sunday, and then there's a band called My Morning Jacket. So. Well, combine them both, and it's just Sunday one big, jacket. massive curve. <laughs> <for sure. laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shoot. Actually, I've been going to local shows lately, ours and other shows. Yeah. They're, they're the best. I love doing I the Mad Park Music um, <laughs> I agree. Uh, shows because it gets me uh, back in tune with the local scene on the music. Mm-hmm. But even I, I, cool I like going to shows at like Amos's and small places like yep. that, Fillmore, because I don't like being a- around that many thousands of people sitting outside. I, it it feels more intimate, from, too. Yeah. It does. Like I can watch it, I can watch it from home if I want or on YouTube. Why go there and sit so far away? That's true. If I don't, if it's not like somebody I'm really dying to see. That's true. But what's uh what's the first concert you ever remember going to or show? I mean, it doesn't um, have to be a big concert. It could just be a local show. I went to Slaughterhouse, which was the perfect first concert. I went to Slaughterhouse at Best Buy Theater in Manhattan. Okay. And that was dope. It had uh people from all walks of life. It had people blue collar jobs. White collar jobs, that white people, black people, Spanish. It was everybody, and everybody was just a fan of hip hop that night. Yeah. And uh, guy on my right, he was smoking crack. Good. The God. guy, <laughs> the guy on my left was smoking weed. Dude, they were supposed to be reversed. The weed guy's always on the right. <laughs> I didn't even know about that rule, okay. but they were yeah. they was messing up everything, and there was liquor all over the floor. Oh, um, Flatbush Zombies actually opened up for them, 
and they're huge right now. Really? But at the time, they got booed off the stage. Like, it was to the point that the crowd was filled with undefinitely hip-hop diehard fans. People were freestyling while they are performing and stuff like that and having battles. But um, shout-out to them, though, because that was more so a clash of fan base. They don't, they don't have a Slaughterhouse fan base. So when you put them before Slaughterhouse, they're going to get booed and then vice versa. It's two different types of music. Yeah. But um, that one was incredible. That was Joe Button got arrested that one, so he didn't even perform with the group. But uh, they did what they could, and that was amazing. What'd he do? Forget to tie a shoe or something? He ain't hardcore. It was, it was um, traffic tickets from, like, <laughs> years back. They just, you know. They set the show up as a sting for traffic tickets. That's exactly what happened. Like, you know, Slaughterhouse was getting big, and Joe Button's name was as big as it was at that point in time. And, uh. They took it upon themselves to catch him backstage. They know where to find you, I suppose. Mm, exactly, and he went Got to posters jail. all over town to know where you're at. <laughs> um, yeah. so, so what else do you do around Charlotte, though, Riz? Uh, man, I'm a Anything? workaholic, unfortunately, man. I didn't feel like going to work today, but I'm a workaholic. And uh, the reason why I'm a workaholic is because I am self-funded. I fund everything that I do, and uh, I try to put on my own showcases and things for the city and ciphers. So that stuff requires money, so... Yeah, you, uh, you do the menu series? Absolutely. I do do the menu series the 11th of every month, um, and I do put together my own rap ciphers. I try and highlight different studios when I do my rap ciphers, and I have a few ideas coming up. The The only thing about it is because it's self-funded, I have to do either one or the other, and I'm thinking about getting back into the ciphers for sure mm-hmm. and putting the menu series on hold for a second. What is the menu series? The menu series is pretty much something that I like, and I just so happen to let people join me on that, which is uh, food and music and just good vibes. So um, I handpick the artists that get to perform, and they just so happen to be artists that I'm a fan of. Like yeah. it's, real, it's completely selfish. It's artists that I'm a fan of, and um, sometimes I hire chefs to come out and cook. I've had a... Uh, Toby with Woodbrook Cuisine, he came out, and he's done a few of those. And then there's other times where I let the artists, if they're willing to cook, they cook. And then there's been times when I cook, and that's Did it. Did they cook while they perform? Um, no. It seems insanely dangerous. It's 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 kind of crazy. What's even worse is when I have to do everything myself. But uh, they uh, how it's supposed to go is I'll get a featured act. They perform at the very end. Obviously, they have a bunch of openers, and uh, <coughs> they do cook a signature dish that they do like. And... Um, it's uh, it's pretty dope, man. Uh, they cook and entertain the crowd, and then they get to perform. So it's almost it's real intimate. Like I think one of the most intimate things you could do is cook for somebody. So or that's what I want to bathe them. That too, <laughs> that might be coming. You know, maybe oh. one day, your favorite artist gets to bathe you and then performs mm, for you. Bathtub series. That's a good idea. So yeah, cooking and performing. It's it's real intimate type situation. That's a very unique thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> the ciphers you said you're thinking about doing more of those. Absolutely, um, absolutely. My whole thing is just I just want the city behind it, which they have been for the most part. But <coughs> like I said, this stuff costs, so attendance is important and things of that nature. Right. And I want to make sure I provide quality. I usually have uh, my DJ friend DJ SBK DJ it, make sure the mics are right, make sure the cameraman is solid, and the artists that do make the cut because it is a it is a whoever is the dopest gets to be on the actual cipher. Um, I want them to walk away with something that they're proud of, something they can put in their portfolios and visually amazing, and they're performing at the best of their ability. So, 
And I've seen some of the videos. I don't know if Tom has, mm. <clears throat> but they're on YouTube and they're good. Yeah, I mean, they're always good. Definitely. And and you know, me taking it into account, not everybody has access to some of the things I may have, and vice versa. So I'm just utilizing what I have to, you know, make the city look like something to look at when it comes to a hip hop perspective. Well, that's what we've tried to do with Mad Park Music is uh, when we do the gigs, uh, provide, you know that video mm-hmm. good video and then content for all the social media pages for everybody including us the podcast and it's uh we ain't making no money off of much of any of Man, it but I, it's not what it's about it's mm-hmm. about providing content networking too. trust I mean, me i know networking. exactly what you're talking we got about, business though. from it though don't get me wrong we got I, business from you i know exactly what you're talking about though because like i said i i see the other side of it trying to put together the main series as well but um me on behalf of hip-hop in charlotte do appreciate you guys. Oh, dude, that's very flattering. You're we, quite welcome. We've been um, I like. Why's that been, funny, Brian? I don't know. We've been putting stuff together for like quite some time yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing stuff with Rails <laughs> from shows to flyers to helping him. And I do got a flyer stuff. for you to do. Too. <laughs> I mean, just like, and then he's got me on up musicians and artists mm-hmm. that yeah. you know to fill shows. So, so I, um, um, if no one else, which I'm sure it's a long line, but I do appreciate oh, what you I, guys do. A sure. lot of people tell us that, and we we it's it goes both ways, bro. Absolutely. Yeah, we couldn't do it without the musicians. I mean, in reality, we could. It would suck. Well, yeah, it would just be. It'd Tom be like come see there. these bands that don't exist. I'd play Tom some music. Got this and I would dance, dance though. Like, oh, I got the dance. It's crazy. I love his dancing. I would pay to see that. Yeah, like, paying a dollar maybe, <laughs> and I give you ninety eight cent back. There's a price for everything. How <laughs> shitty it may be. You got a favorite, uh, like venue around here? Oh man, <clears throat> all the venues are great. Um, yeah. that allow hip-hop in let me put that out there but uh the evening muse is by far my favorite venue it's where a lot of it started like other than that uh suny albany performance that was one of the first places i stepped on stage as a solo artist and that's where i cultivated my uh showmanship and i've had some great shows out of there the sound quality is amazing it's probably one of my favorite things. The sound quality is second to none as far as all the venues that I've performed at. So, And the Would staff is great, too. Shout out to the Evening Muse. Yep, they got absolutely. me my first first show. I walked in there and said, hey, uh, Don and Joe, can I uh, maybe do something here? And they let me, and I did a few shows there. Absolutely. Yeah. What I was going to ask, is that the venue where you learned to hate KRS-One? No, um, absolutely not. I actually learned this about KRS One oh, when I watched here we the hip hop. I got more beef. secrets why I hate him. I watched the hip hop beef series and then I found out, you know, MC Sham and all that stuff. And that's that was all lighthearted though, man. You and gotta then, get past that. And then the PM PM Don thing. Yeah, I but you weren't around on. for that. That song, the one song, like uh, what was that song? I'm sure he was singing "Die Without You." How do you push somebody off the stage when they're singing no, "Die Without like, You"? Uh, you? Baby, you send me or uh, the, baby, you send me. Yeah, that's terrible. It sucked. <laughs> dude. Something of a something bliss. Yeah, it's set adrift on memory bliss of you. That don't even make no sense. Here's the thing: it's a hit or miss. But it was what I, what miss. my point was. It was <laughs> what I'm saying is it was different. It was a different lane, and it actually opened up a whole lot of different, different artists. It was different, but so was Crush Velvet Bell Bottoms. That's that don't make that shit good, dude. <laughs> but it oh it led to a lot of amazing music and new artists emerging, and you know just showing that it could be something different. I mean, you know, you and know around a, that same time was like Arrested Development. You were coming out of the Soul to Soul era. So, yes, I get it. Different, mm-hmm. but that didn't mean it was good. I get you. I, I, I appreciated it. We're going to have to have a debate series. No, there's no debate series. I'm right. 
And then, and then <laughs> the icing on the cake was when KRS One battled Nelly and lost. Nelly? Yes. I. Th- he lost off a. Of, yeah. You hear those stutters hear. coming? <laughs> no, no, I gotta see this because that that sounds like something taken completely out of context. Oh no. Where it was like a mush mouth rap or like somebody talking about what kind of ripped up wife beater they was wearing. <laughs> this man KRS One battled Nelly, and uh, you know he. Shout out to Karis one. I'm not a Karis one hater because well, he was never terrible. a freestyler, so I don't know what that well, battle was about. It was it was a it was a battle amongst records, and uh, you know Nelly that song I am number one. That was like a KRS one. This he said, uh, tired of people judging what's real hip hop. Half the time it be you whose albums flop, and uh, till you top the Super Bowl, keep your mouth on lock. Like well, I, okay, well I see what we're going at right here. I see what this is about. Just because a ton of people bought some crappy Nelly records, yeah, oh, uh, trust and me. didn't buy the higher quality, more Hip-hop. more lyrically potent and important mm-hmm. KRS One records, there's no accounting for bad taste or good taste for that matter. I get that. I mean, by that same rationale, uh, you know, some total prick could turn out to be president with no experience. Mm-hmm. Boy, that would never happen, would it? <laughs> Anyway, let's move on to junk food. What's your favorite junk food? Man, um, it is Taco Tuesday as we speak, too. So, Where at? Um, anywhere. Like, it's a few places that do it. I oh, it's a ton of them, but which ones do you like? Um, right up the street, uh, Picante Grill. Okay, yeah, I've, I've seen that place. They got like a $5 special today. That's where I'm going. What, it's Taco Tuesday? They got a five, what is that, five tacos? Three tacos for like five bucks or a burrito. I'm turning into the chef again, man. Yeah. A burrito, uh, a burrito bowl, Sucking a salad one, bowl. Man. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> that was amazing. But yeah. I like Taco Tuesday also. I like Sabor. Yeah. I love Sabor. Sabor's, Sabor's good. Yeah. Sabor's good. Um, let's uh, go back to Charlotte for a second. Sure. The music community here. Oh, boy. Oh, shut, shut your mouth. The, the Captain Negativity coming up. No, I'm not negative about it. I say that. It used to be not as good, the local music scene, mm-hmm. and they're trying to do stuff about it. So what I'm going to ask Mr. Rails, the principal. It's Mr. Pull. Mr. Pull is, what do you think about the you know the, the local music scene here? And, it, and I mean, especially hip-hop, because I know sometimes it gets a bad rap. Um, Certain venues. Rap. Oh, that's yeah, what he did, did bad rap. Yeah. Uh, that's nice. Terrible. First and foremost... Um, it all falls under the umbrella of the Charlotte art scene. And uh, I only point that out is because I owe a lot of my style to the Charlotte art scene. Um, I came out here with a pretty much punchline type style when it comes to my music. And uh, on site, if you wanted me to rap, I had like just random bars and stuff like that to rap on. But it was going to the poetry events at Upstage and at Apostrophe Lounge that kind of cultivated my style and uh, just getting a feel for the North Carolina culture as I dove more into the art scene. And uh, one thing that I do love, it's nobody's trying to impress people. Everybody's themselves. And uh, there's no need to prove anything. People just comfortable in their own skin. You got to understand, I come from New York. Uh, it's very braggadocious type hip-hop. and Bordering on pretentious. Exactly. If not past that, from what I saw. So, you know, and everybody's trying to keep up with the Joneses, not just in hip-hop, but just it's a lifestyle, pretty much. If you go out there and just walk around and observe, you'll see it. But um, I just came to North Carolina where there's a lot of individuality and 
that's what I appreciate most about it. It definitely cultivated my style that you hear today sonically and just how I carry myself as an artist. And a person. Absolutely. It's one and the same, in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. Not that Jeremy Sanchez walks around the street with a light-up mask on. I mean, that's cool for a show, but I doubt he does that on day. But I, when I tell you I have... Check out video on the website for that. It was pretty sweet. When I tell you I have a pair of leather pants in my closet because oh. I felt I needed to have leather pants to perform and so on and so forth. God almighty. Thanks to Charlotte, I don't need leather pants anymore. No, you, you don't. I, I really could care less. I mean, you got to care to an extent, but like what I wear on stage is different now it's yeah. not the most important part i want people to hear me so um yeah the charlotte art scene is heavily influenced with individuality and um creativity and i love it i just always ask this question because everybody's got a different answer yeah mm -hmm. absolutely yeah. and even if five people said i like it it's great it's for five different reasons yours was totally yeah. different than the others well you know <coughs> and it's all about the different areas too Absolutely. And, you know, I could I could take that question two different ways. Um, me just trying to be positive. That's kind of the, the positive spin on it. But if you were to ask me the pros and cons of it, that would be a different story. But there's pros and cons of everything. But sure. first right. thing that came to mind was that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, yeah. cool. What, um, what is – what do you – want to have accomplished by this time next year that can be on the macro or the micro level you can tell me one particular thing or you can tell me in general five things you would like to have as far as me or as far as the art scene as far as you in your life and in your music yeah i think he's saying, he's okay. saying there's, there's something specific you hope to accomplish in the year right mostly in music but i'd like to say yeah. is there one thing in your personal life and also one thing in your sonic life well, yeah, personal life, uh, and this is a pretty much it's a hamster in a wheel type situation, but, you know, just being financially stable um, and able to do even more with my personal life and also it all, it all intertwines with each sure. other, you know what I mean? So, yeah, just fi more financial stability. Um, That's all of us. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like a hamster in a wheel situation because I, I do get paid way more than I did last year. Got benefits. You know what I mean? I got benefits yep. and all that good stuff, but you still want more of it. Sure. It's a never-ending. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just being more financially stable. And I don't think that's greed either. I think it's, yeah. you know, uh, people like you and I know that if we can make more, mm -hmm. we could probably do more cool stuff, not just for ourselves, but for our family. Not that I'm supporting my family. Yeah. I'm barely supporting myself. <laughs> but anyway, but but you know, for other people, put on cool stuff, do your projects that you have. Yeah, so. and exactly. A self, like a self-funded artist. Yeah, absolutely. The more you work, the more you make, the more you can put into doing the mini series and doing the ciphers. You can hire a better videographer, or Ex you know, exactly. You yeah. know, getting them or uh, record at the vault. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You get reasonable the rates, studios. by the way. Exactly. Like, you know, just a, it's an overall. <laughs> up, it's my life is an overall upgrade. I'm a very late bloomer, and uh, it is a slow process with most people. Do you mind me so, asking how old you are? I'm 28. Okay, I didn't actually ask it. I said, do you mind me asking? <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I jumped Okay, now I'll ask you, one. how old are you? I'm 27. That's, okay, that's a dick thing that I would have said. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, you ain't no late bloomer, man. You're right on schedule. You're yeah. doing it better than I did, quicker than I did. I mean, it may look like that on the outside, but, uh, you know, we always are worse critics ourselves. So, mm -hmm. um... 
you know, just just upgrade. I do want to travel more. I do definitely want to travel more. I had an amazing trip to uh, New York recently, and we actually stayed in um, Jersey City, which was amazing. Me and my friends put together, and we were able to have a very, very nice trip. I actually got to see Anderson Pack live out in Manhattan, too, and that was amazing. Nice. But, um, you know, yeah, that kind of influenced me. I'm actually going to uh, purchase a camera and plan some more trips i actually want to go to tokyo and i will go to tokyo Dude, next my wife year. and i are going to for those of you who don't know i'm married to a human female <laughs> now um we're our japan is our next big trip that's where i'm going we've decided she never wanted to do it mm-hmm. i got her into watching nhk uh news line uh mm-hmm. news out of japan mm-hmm. it's on pbs um one of their channels their sub channels but anyway, she started seeing this stuff about Kyoto and Tokyo. And that's the crazy thing. And loves it. Nobody wants to do it for some reason. I, for one, since a kid, I've loved Asian culture. It's a long flight, I think. A lot of people are scared that of that too. in Australia for the flight. but That too, but it's like, I love the culture. And that's why I said I'm definitely going, even if I go by myself, I'm definitely going to Dude, Japan. go with us. My wife's going to drive me crazy, probably. When do you plan on going? Well, we, could, we could talk When are about you that. available is the question. Um, I'm looking to go spring, summer of next year. Yeah, yeah it might be a little early for me. Gotcha. Well, i got to get the money together. I am in a relationship now, so like... The I wasn't are... asking, by the way. I am <laughs> I, married. It's going Farmersonly.com or... <laughs> <laughs> Leather so, pants lovers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to see them pants. Man, Never I bet it's again. all sweaty in the face. Man, who knows? Jesus Christ. So, um, <laughs> yeah, no, um, in the wintertime, we're looking at, like, tropical places, me and her. Yeah. So that's why Japan will be a little bit later. And, uh, yeah, I do want to travel international a lot more and take pictures. And I think... I don't even want to say that. I was going to say I think music will take a backseat to it. Music will never take a backseat, but what I will say is I have great interest in photography and travel in the world and stuff Well, like that. that might be your next muse for your next big uh, creative outburst Very true. is traveling. Everybody should travel. Everybody should travel abroad. Mm-hmm. I believe it gives you a much better understanding of other people and let you know uh, that old dude down that street in Kyoto. I mean, they say he's the basically best. doing the same thing Brian's doing, which is just nothing. <laughs> they say the best place I to start is uh, Ireland, actually. It's very affordable. It's very it's $500 round trip to yeah. go to Ireland. Yeah, you do travel zoo? Um, I, I actually, I'm very amateur at this, but I do Google flights. Yeah. I've been getting great prices for Google flights. Well, check out Travel Zoo also for is those that of you like, listening. They don't, they're not paying me for this, but it's they have uh, flights, hotels, but a lot of packages, and I noticed the Ireland. I mean, if they want to pay us for this. Yeah. <laughs> TravelZoo.com, you out there? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I know uh, we're running out of time here, but uh, where can everybody find you on the internet? Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Rails the Principal. That's R-A-I-L-Z-T-H-E. P R I N C I P L E. Oh, now I get it. Not P A L. Okay, sweet. Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me on Facebook at that as well. I do have my latest release, which is uh, Does This Mic Make Me Look Fat, which is currently on Bandcamp for free. You can download it. And uh, I am working on new music. Awesome. And you are performing at New Era again this year? <coughs> oh, yeah. I'm actually performing at New Era Music Festival. That's in June. And I'm also performing at Recess this Wednesday uh, for Hip Hop Wednesdays. And then I'm also performing at Snug Harbor, which is May 
28th, and that'll be my first time at Snug, which I've been wanting to do. I love I've Snug had like a, Yeah, I've had like a, uh, a checklist of places I've <laughs> Dude, wanted to Dude, they have good perform. sound and a good sound guy out there. Looking forward to it. And then um, Recess is recently new with the performances too, so I'm looking forward to checking that out because I've never been there, but I have been to Snug before. Yeah. Yeah. So. Awesome. All right, cool. Thanks for coming in, man. Well, Rails, we appreciate it, man. We appreciate what you do. We appreciate what you contribute to Mad Park and Mad Park Music. I appreciate uh, you guys, too. Continue doing what you're doing. Please, I know how rough it could be because, I, like I said, I do it on a smaller scale with the menu series and things, so I know how tough it could be and discouraging, so just continue to do what you guys no, do. We have we fun. We have great success. Well, and excuse some... me. Mine's just oh. stressful. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I always like I always like when we have a show. Like, if we do a show next month and Rails isn't on it, he'll be there to watch. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah and that's more of that local community, music yeah. community support. So That we need more of. Well, we're getting there, man. Mm-hmm. Charlotte's changing for the better. It's a, it's a good town. It's my town. I grew up here. I own it, so I'm and, happy with it. And drop the prices on the uh, condos and stuff. <laughs> well, I don't. that's part I don't have Tom to Tom Hoyle, Mayor of Charlotte. <laughs> mayor of the West Side at this point. All right, people. Well, Rails, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, this is Tom and... I'm Brian. From Mad Park Designs, signing off. This is the Mad Park Music podcast we're gonna make it just a podcast at some point but we like to interview a lot of musicians but though again yeah. we have been recording live in the vault located at the playroom 916 tuxedo road in charlotte over on the west side west side equals best side check them out playroomonline.com serving charlotte's creative and music community for 25 plus years thanks people and uh good night pelzer There's a fine line between telling lies and exaggerating. Same line between your reality and your imagination. I've been waiting for my time. Get my point across. Since this is my moment, if I blow it, then no hope is lost. So the gloves come off. Mike Tyson with the bare knuckle. If I connect, just know you in trouble. Had to perfect my right hand. I use a right hand. And now your man is untouchable. New reality you had to come to. Just because they smile at me, don't mean they love you, boy. One hut to my views of the end zone. I trust you to catch on when I get thrown. Trust you to be there when I get on to And I swear I'ma act like I don't know you Was you in the past, do nothing but laugh at you Too casual, and you mad, let your pants sag with your do-rag Well I do what I had to do, it's impossible to stop a train Get there regardless, I got my name Saying way too modest and I reply Just being honest, I ain't got a lot, I ain't got a lot, nah Comfortable in my own skin, before the cream, cocoa, butter, or lotion ha. Let your pores open, I'ma hit you with the truth, let it all soak in I heard you said you always hold it down Stop lying Cause everybody view you as a clown Stop lying Besides I'm like the illest thing around Stop trying. And I'ma sell regardless, no matter if you're not buying. I need you to stop lying. I need you to stop lying. Put egos aside and egos can fly if you stop lying. I need you to stop lying. I need you to stop lying. Put egos aside and egos can fly if you We don't believe you, promise we don't believe you Cause no matter what you do, it's a stunt like evil Knievel You're such a slave to your ego Honestly feel you need to stop lying Stop trying for the approval of people Don't want the wrong attention Cause consequences cerebral Living in the present day But the timing is still medieval When you down, that's when they doubt you When you want, that's when they need you For the ones that keep it G Just know I see you when I need you To level off all the liars I come 
come across on the daily. We live the lifestyle we rhyme about. Own the homes that we say we in. Thinking I might go crazy or maybe worse pushing daisies up. Used to lie to myself. I swear I'm so glad I gave it up. I'm making up. Had my head out the line until I shaped it up. Now I'm headlining different venues. Dine on expensive menus. It's hard to act like you own it when you know it's a rental. In order to view your future, reflect on what you've been through. I heard you said you always hold it down. Cause everybody view you as a clown Besides I'm like the illest thing around And I'ma sell regardless no matter if you're I need you to stop I need you to stop Put egos aside and egos can fly if you I need you to stop I need you to stop Put egos aside and egos can fly if you